Do you want to play in the red zone or shoot one into the gap? How about we just take it easy and just pull up from mid-range? Whatever activity you're into, we've got you covered. And our coverage is tight. Welcome to Sports Hub. This is madness. Madness. This is Sports Hub. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Sports Hub. I'm your host, John Longton. Whoa, <clears throat> losing my voice already. Ben, what's going on? Hey, hey everybody. Good morning. Good morning. No, I'm not going to have in the morning. Don't worry. It'll be out way after the morning. Good afternoon. When is this? Good night. Are you back? Are you done golfing yet? No, no. I'm, oh. I'm actually still on the course right now. I'm probably okay. a good 10, 15 beers in, and I'm having a great time. I'm on a toilet break from work, so let's make this quick. All right, sounds good. Uh, let's just jump right into it. We got the last dance today. We've got over-unders on season win totals for the NFL. That's going to be fun. Uh, oh, I can't wait. There's a lot of opportunity to make money, you know, and uh, we'll just take it from there. So let's just jump right into it, shall we? Well, let's go. Let's go, man. I got to go before, before they find me in here. Talk of the Town, The Last Dance episode, was that five and six? That was yes. five and yes. six. I feel like this yes, is going ma'am. by all so quickly. Like, the first quick. the first night I watched, I'm like, damn, I want to fucking, I want to watch every episode right now. And then now I feel like we only have two more weeks left of this thing. Like, uh-huh. what else is going to get us through quarantine? There's no sports coming back anytime soon. Uh, Korean baseball. I, yeah, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. I mean, that that's just grasping for straws. I feel at this point. I mean, reverting to putting on the Ocho every other fucking day with dodgeball and cornhole and darts and all that shit, and then going into Cherry. Korean baseball. I feel like, I feel like they're just they're they're treating us like children. Like here you go, here here's something for you. I know I know there's nothing to watch, and, and we all wish we had something, but like, don't patronize me, giving me Korean baseball and everything's gonna be fine. Don't patronize me, ESPN. I mean, I'd rather them give us something to give us hope. You know that it's happening overseas. Then do it like some of these NFL teams did today where like, oh, we're releasing the schedule or they said uh, Giants, you know, first game 19 Sundays away. Like, you're really going to make me count. Is it? We don't even know if that's true. Right, right. We don't, but the NFL, you know. The NFL owns the offseason, though, because the NFL announces when they're going to announce the schedule. You know, there'll be like two announciations of the schedule. It's like fucking stupid. But anyway, so, we'll talk about all this shit later. Uh, last Dance. Episode five was uh, Dream Team. Was that episode five or was that episode? Yep, 
so we did we did the whole dream team aspect the 92 olympics it was i feel like half of that episode was already in a documentary that we've already watched we have <laughs> that the, the dream team documentary so like I feel like I was just getting repackaged shit and, and resold to me. Cause that was a good documentary. I, I really enjoyed it. I probably watched that, I don't know, five or six times. And there's a lot of like the Ku coach storyline and, and everything that happened there, the practice, everything that was in that episode was in the dream team documentary. So well, the Ku coach thing to me was somewhat new. Cause I, I never looked at it from Scotty's perspective. Um, oh, I mean, I knew that with, they, with the salary and, and not signing contract and that? Calling him, you know, you know, the future of the organization. Um, I mean, I knew that they played Croatia twice. I knew that they were playing against him. I assumed they were just playing him hard, you know, because they wanted to, you know, get him accustomed to it. Right. But I didn't know that Scotty ever came out and said he can't play in the NBA. He's not tough enough or anything. I didn't know anything of that. So that was, that was new to me. Um, that was great. I didn't know the reason for MJ wearing the flag. Right, I didn't, right. I didn't, and he played it off so well. Yeah, Very I didn't know patriotic. that had anything to do with. I didn't know that it had anything to do with Reebok. I would have liked to know why specifically back then, unless it really was all for the brand, just like not endorsing a senator. Um, I mean, well, I feel like I feel like back then Jordan had a vendetta against everybody that wasn't Team Jordan. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but remember, Jordan, Jordan, like Nike wasn't even his first choice. It was Adidas. Right. So I could under I could understand Still, why years he, after we're talking. This is eight years after all that decision shit. You know what I'm saying? He's just yeah, probably but, like him versus the world. You know that's Jordan finds competition in everything, and and that's yeah, we saw that he met his match though. Oh, you're talking about the um, the wall quarters? Wall yeah, the wall. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, how do you that. what do you, how do you describe that man? That haircut? I said it's as if like Weird Al and like George Washington had a baby. And Einstein, you, know? you got to throw Einstein in there. Ooh, as well. Einstein! It does look yeah. like he that would have been better than George Washington. <laughs> I didn't know what you call that hair. I was it's, trying to be as nice as I could on social media, but the fact that he gave him the shrug, you know, I was like, oh man, you just let fucking this rabbi fuck you up. You know what I was thinking to myself is ninety dollars or ninety dollars, twenty dollars was a lot back in the nineties, and who knows how yeah. much this guy made? And Jordan's just taking his money like. Say Jordan wins and beats his ass every day. Like half of his salary is just going to go to Jordan. And Jordan's give a fuck. He's going to wipe that his is, ass with that money. Is, well, the fact that, um, who was it, Paxton, who had said, like, he didn't care how much money he was taking from you. It was just the fact that your money was now in his wallet. Right. You know, right. I thought that was yeah. great. You know, Paxton, yeah. you could tell, was so mad. You know, even if he would just lose a dollar to him. Like, go away. Go play in your own table. You know, I thought that was great. Um, what else? Was there something that you didn't know? I mean. He's so adamant. He's taking it with him to the grave that he wasn't the reason Isaiah Thomas was on the dream team. I mean, what well, other – no, it's – Isaiah had a vendetta against, you know, Larry Bird, Magic Johnson. Just think, Scottie Pippen. Half the team hated Isaiah because of the bad boys and, and the way they play and the way they conducted themselves. He was in a fight with everybody on that team. You know what I'm saying? So you think, you think maybe if it wasn't just MJ, it was a couple of them that were like, hey, like, we don't want to go oh, out like course. this. Like, I bet you, yeah. I bet you that he still wouldn't have been on the team regardless of if they shook his hand after losing in the Eastern Conference Finals. You know what I'm saying? He just yeah. – Isaiah carried himself on the – I don't know how he was off the court. Like, off the court, he seems like a nice guy. He's very soft-spoken. But on the court, he was a fucking asshole. You know, but that's that's who the bad boys were. That's how they carry themselves. That's that's how they conducted their business. So, 
I love seeing the that picture when it was like Bird, Magic, and uh, Jordan, like the three oh, of them. When Jordan's in front of them and they're on the, yeah. the steps was, behind them. It was like the passing of the guard, but it was also just the stature of, of Magic over MJ. Like was just like, he was overpowering him. I didn't realize it was that much bigger of a man. You know, MJ just looked so little back then. You know, yeah, but and MJ took it to him in practice, and that practice was a pivotal I, point. I love that it's like I don't understand. I guess they feel that that's the only way to get to MJ is by telling him like, "Oh, you're lucky because this wouldn't have been a foul back then, or this wouldn't have been a, like." Imagine now. Imagine what MJ, what Magic would be saying now if he played the yeah, game with all these did, touch fouls. Did you hear his comeback though? Which one? Against Magic when uh, Magic said he was going to call a foul. Oh, uh, yeah. He said, they haven't called a foul against you in a year and a half. I don't know what you're talking about, Magic. When they were at that practice, he said it was just like they were in Chicago. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Uh, as no, if he was mean, getting home, home practice, court advantage. That practice is sick. That, that's, that, what do you know a team that practices that hard like that? You know, it's, it's all ego-driven. They knew they were going to win. They don't even need to practice back, back for the, uh, what was it, the, the 92 Olympics? I mean, back then, but I mean, the world has changed. This team caused the rest of the world, you know, to get even better. They, they like made oh, it their yeah. life's goal in, you know, to beat us. But I just, I would have loved to have been at that, that practice. You know, I think a lot of people would have, but. I always fact, wanted to see an all world game versus all USA. I mean, they do it at the lower level. They do it in the, like the rookie symposium and all that other shit. Well, they do that in the all-star, all-star game yeah, now. Yeah, they yeah, do, that's what I meant yeah. to say. I do like it. It's fun, but they're all just putting on a show. You know, to them, that's their all-star game. It's right. not the same thing. Right. There's, um, no, there's no incentive to play a game like that. You know what I'm saying? No, like, and as, what's, what's the incentive? As a whole, I think that the world is probably much more talented than America. You know, I would think. You think? Now? Yeah. I was, I was I talking. I, I'd say it's about a coin flip, to be honest. I mean, think about it. There's so many guys that are even from Canada that you wouldn't even think are just. Right, right, right. Canada is, is definitely a. That, well, that was all from. Um, Rick, oh, it was Nash. No, Nash, Nash. RJ Barrett before no. or after? Same time frame, Vince Carter. Oh, yeah, but he wasn't Canadian. Yeah, but he influenced a lot of people in Toronto, and that, that got their basketball culture like a little shot in the leg, a little jump start. Sure. I mean, I mean, R.J. Barrett's like that. He liked, you know, Vince Carter. That was the reason. Same with know. Wiggins. Wiggins came out like yeah, that, too. The, the, yeah, those were the two, top two probably those coming out of Canada. Those the of that. Yeah. But, I mean, as a whole, I mean, I would think, I mean, especially if you took, like, LeBron out of it right now, I mean, I would say some of the top talent in the world is world talent, not, you know, homegrown. I don't know. Well, yeah, you got Luca. Well, who would, you pe- who would be your top five starters for all world? I have no idea. You didn't prep for the show? You didn't think we'd touch upon this? No, I didn't. I mean, Mike <laughs> Graney asked Mike Graney asked me the other day if I can if I can create a a starting five of all Caucasian Americans. Who would it be? Caucasian Americans. Caucasian Americans. Now think of your starting five. We can't even get Steve Nash. He's Canadian. Exactly. What the fuck? Well, we, current. They have to be current. 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 Oh my God. I can't exactly. Even... So I had like Kevin Love at my five, as horrible as it right, was. Right, right, right. Kevin you know? Love. Or um, I had the plump, the Plumleys as like the three and the four. <laughs> yeah. Can we borrow I I... Lopez? No, no, you can't borrow any Lopez. No, Clay Thompson doesn't count. Curry doesn't count. Uh, 
Who'd I have? The the kid under the Lakers, Caruso, whatever, was my starting point guard, I think. Jesus Christ. Um, I could, I could, oh, and Kyle Korver. It was a Caruso, you know what? Kyle Korver, Plumleys, and Kevin Love. Buddy Bayheim off the board. We'll, we'll take him. <laughs> it's, it's not even coming from college. He's still in college. <laughs> but, so Mike threw that at me last week, like, on the fly. And I was like, uh, uh, and we, we couldn't think of anybody. So it's the same thing with the international. No. I really should be more prepared for this at an yeah, international. You, you obviously didn't do your homework. You know, it's fine. Yeah. I was too busy. To me, as a set, though, I mean, I liked one and two a lot. Three and four, I fell asleep during. Um, five How? and six. How? How? I was beat that day. I feel but like I went... they're all on the same level, the, the way they're, they're telling the story and, and what's going on behind. I, I feel like I can't I was into differentiate different. I, I like them all the same. They're like all my I... children. I was really into five and six yesterday. I don't know. I was just looking really? forward to it. Uh, yeah, the whole Kobe thing got me, that all-star game. Just MJ telling the stories about, you know, them drinking and smoking back in the day. Right. You know, fi- finding out, you know, why he wouldn't endorse, you know, the Repub- you know, the Democrat, you know, Republicans wear Nikes too. Yeah. Um, Hold on a second. Uh, oh, no, it's not in here. I got a book. It's called Republicans Buy Sneakers Too. Oh, really? It's by Clay Who- Travis. I don't know if you know who Clay Travis is. He does the. Um, Did he write that because of MJ? No, well, he's like a conservative sports talk radio host, and he's a lawyer. He's in like the Nashville circuit, um, but he's he's real big on like uh, the Kaepernick shit and this and that. Like we won't get into that. It's it's just it's an interesting read. I'll give you the book and and I'll give you his. Speaking of Kaepernick, um, and me working on transitions. While we're on the topic of, you know, them giving us false hope in sports, did you watch Project 11, the Alex Smith story? No. Shut up, John, really? Swear to God, what was it on? It was the E60 on Alex Smith and his broken leg. Didn't see it. Oh, my. John, this is Is that where all all these pictures are coming from right now? From, yeah, from his leg, because they showed us what his leg looked like. He almost lost his entire leg. I, I, I see all the pictures that you post, and I'm grossed out. Dude, I couldn't believe what it looked like. The progression, it was so sad. The fact that they fit all this into an hour, which just blew my mind. And then, I mean, you posted on Sports Tub, you posted like the freakish, you know, similarities between the Theismann injury and then the Alex Smith right. injury. Yeah. You know, they, both DTs they, missing, both yard lines were the same. It was in Washington, you know, it was the same day, 33 years apart. You know, like it was just crazy. But that's then eerie. they had to bring in. They shipped him down. I think it was Texas, San Antonio. It's like the top medical U.S. military uh, hospital. And they had like our top like surgeons who were used to like war wounds, you know, reconstructing his leg, taking muscles from other parts. Dude, they had a first, they had a first get the bacteria out first. It was spreading through his leg. He went septic. So his first 14 surgeries was just to get to that bare bone. They had to keep getting that infection out. That's when it came to that, like, what looked like a, a shank, a, a leg of lamb or whatever. Like, yeah. it, was, it was unreal how they just kept cutting and cutting and cutting and cutting. That was so, disgusting. Yeah, he's, he's, his leg took a beat, and that's for sure. But the fact that he's trying to come back, I mean, he can't bend his ankle. He doesn't have a calf muscle. You know, he's trying to his, come back. I like. I heard of, he was gonna originally oh, try to come back, but like he's once, still under contract. They still have him under contract. So he thinks he could do. It. I mean, 
I don't think anybody can come back from that, to be honest. When you, when you see it and you watch the progression, yeah. you're going to be like, there, I mean, there was a day when it was between death or the leg. You know, they thought they were, they were either going to lose him or the leg, you know, and they took that much muscle off of it. If he takes one hit, I can't imagine what pain he'd be in. Is this, uh, is this on ESPN On Demand and all that shit? It's like about yeah, probably. Or... Probably. It was the East right. 60 from the other day, so you should definitely check it out. I'll I'm check sure, it out. I'm sure our listeners check it out. I know Pam checked it out. Hi, Pam. How you doing? Hi, Pam. Number one fan. Uh, lies. Paula is our number one fan. Oh, that's true. Paula is our number one fan, actually. Yeah, yeah. Pam's good, too, though. Uh, Paul actually <laughs> wished, Paula actually wished me a happy birthday. So that was, that was nice. Did she? You know, yeah, you know she what? did. We got to fly her up here, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We'll put, give it her on a, the, put it on the company card. Right. We'll give her a tour of the studio. <laughs> the studio in the Capitol. The we'll studio. bring it to Cheesecake Factory for lunch. Yeah. All right. Let's get back to the last dance. We're kind of veering off topic here. So that was episode five. Episode six got in more of the gambling aspect. And, and yeah, you probably love that one. Jordan, the villain. I was getting pissed off. Like, let the dude well, going to do. I like that they portrayed him like that, man, because maybe he was getting out for a reason. Or, I mean, he never did anybody dirty, but he was good enough to do. do like when the Knicks beat the Bulls the first two games, who's to say he didn't rig those two games? Who's to say he no, didn't throw them? No. Bro, he could he could win all what the Knicks? Come on, I mean I watched those games. He that was the off. best Knicks team in the history of the Knicks, though. They were, you, you know? know, and they got MJ in his prime. What about Barkley? And they had Pat I mean, Riley as a coach. Dude, I mean we all know that Barkley's in ridiculous gambling get. Do you think Barkley blew the series? You know against. The Bulls, I mean... I'm not going to... I'm not going to do this right now. I'm just saying, the fact that they made him into a villain, imagine that happened now. Oh. Imagine he... I mean, come on, he'd be crucified. Right. So, so like, I mean... I, I personally talk shit about LeBron, but he is unblemished, to be honest. Okay. And to, to be honest, LeBron is unblemished. I mean, he's done nothing wrong. He <laughs> flops, and, then, and he tried to trade Taco Tuesday. You're talking. Stop. None of that. Why would you is- try to trademark Taco Tuesday? Are you fucking stupid? I would, who, bro, people. Why would the Ohio State University team try to trademark the word the? No, no. They're trying to trademark the word the, Ben. Get your facts it's, straight. It's spelled the same. It's the Ohio State University. No, the is T H E E. The is T H E. Whatever, dude. I'm just saying it's spelled. Well, the, they, probably, they probably would have had a better chance putting the patent in. If they went the, yeah. exactly, but the they didn't. Bargain. So we should do that now so that we could sell those shirts. I'm writing that uh, down. Please. Um, E-H-E-E. E-E. Exactly. All right. The. If, if that's not available, we'll go for the 30, and we'll take it from there. <laughs> uh, I'm going to need some money to finance this thing. So you got like 150 bucks? Yeah, I got that. It was going to get Paul up here, but I guess we'll just do it for this instead. Quarantine. She's not allowed up here. She's okay. It'll wait. Yeah, we'll she's probably wait. rich anyway. She probably. She might be rich. Who knows? Maybe she should fly Paul, us down to Mexico. Yeah, Paul, if you're rich, fly us down. Teach us how to make empanadas, and uh, we'll have a good old time. Uh, other than that, I want to hit on Charles Barkley. Go ahead. What do you got against Sir Charles? He's just. He's gross. Watching him play, it's no, like you don't want. No, he was skinny back then. 
No, he's just gross. Like he's not fluent with the ball. I I I remembered why I liked him back then, just because he was always going after it. He put up big numbers, you know. But just he had such amazing talent on the court with him at all times, and he for some reason just always wanted the ball. Like I don't think he had the same faith in Marley or Chapman or what's his name uh, Johnson or anybody. Like I feel like MJ did. The fact where MJ's like, well, if I actually pass the Paxson, he'll hit him. You know, I don't think Barkley trusted his teammates like that. And he had some pretty unbelievable talent as well. Well, it took it took Phil Jackson to implement the the triangle offense for MJ to get that mindset to pass the ball. It's, Maybe it was just he never had the right coach. I guess. I and mean then certain you finally, dominoes need to fall to have a certain mindset. You know, you gotta admit that. You finally get that right coach, you know, and then doesn't matter what you do. doesn't matter if you win a championship. We're still going to let you go at the end of the year. So, Speaking of championships, yesterday uh, – we're recording this – what's today? Monday? Monday. It's Monday. Yesterday, Sunday. Sunday. What was yesterday's date? My birthday, May 3rd. May 3rd. Happy birthday. Thanks. Um, it was the one-year anniversary of the Albany Patroons winning the TBL. Yesterday was. Uh, my birthday. They celebrated for me last year. It was they a did. good day. They did. Where a, the fuck were you? Why didn't you come down to the uh, minor league Mecca there? Um, honestly, dude, I don't remember last year's birthday. You're that fucked up. I don't know. All right, whatever. We digress. I just don't I, – I probably didn't get any presents or anything. All right, so Nobody. Sir Charles, you don't like the way he played on the court. I mean, but who cares? He, he kind of got the job done, just never had the right coach. We're going to agree on that, agree to disagree, whatever, whatever. But move on. Um, the Jordan gambling thing. What do you think about that? As far as the golf or as far as going down to Atlantic City? As that was bullshit, by the way. Going down to Atlantic City? The fact that he was like, oh, I was back by midnight? You weren't back by midnight. You know how long it takes to get home? For, you know how long it takes to get to New York City from Atlantic City? Yeah, like three hours? Yeah, so if you had a game the night before, what time are you done with the game? They weren't done in the garden until 10, right? 11? No, How are you they, don't play, that? they don't play back-to-backs in playoffs. Wasn't it? No, no, no. I think he went for the day. I, because he said he was home by midnight. He, yeah, which, which is such no a way. scripted answer. Right. Well, did you know that Jordan has the final cut? Like, he, he green-lighted this thing to be out. He viewed everything, and whatever he didn't like – they took it out, and he greened so, it. So, obviously, I mean, he's, he's going to make – Exactly. But, so actually, he's gonna... but actually, that last episode, I mean, even with Jordan final say, it's, it's kind of like uh, – he's like, all right, you guys can have this one here. I understand it's going to be a fluff piece. I remember – what I liked about the episode that I just remembered was Willow Bay. Do you remember her? Mm-mm. Willow Bay was like the female uh, reporter with um, Ahmad Rashad on NBA inside stuff or whatever. Mm-hmm. She was hot in like the early nineties. She made me want to play basketball. Willow Bay. You really don't remember her? Is that it? Is that all you got? Yeah, that was all I got with that. Dude, as far as the gambling goes, I mean, back then, I mean, thank God social media wasn't out. Um, he would have been crucified if that was now. Um, right. But then again, I mean, he, he performed, you know, the fact that people even gave him shit for it. I mean, look what he did. I feel bad. And I feel bad that he came back and <laughs> uh, people gave him shit because he killed the Knicks for it. Right. You know, he took it out on them, you know. But 
the man gets tortured everywhere he goes. You know, he's, he's blown up. The, I want to hit on one thing. I'm going back for a second. There was something crazy that I didn't make mention of when we were talking about the sneakers that. And, and Nike. Do you remember the Nike's projections for the first? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. They said after the, after the end of that first deal, they were projected to, to sell 100,000 after three years or something like that. At, and they did 126 million in the first year. Yeah, something crazy. That's insane. That yeah. no, is, he, he changed and, the culture. The, dude, fact and they were, he, the fact that he they played that game in the garden with those ones, and he and had blistered and bloody feet and shit like that after, that's like crazy. And he's like, I, I couldn't take him off. I was playing good. You know, I couldn't take him off. Well, I think he just wanted to pay. It was more about paying respect to the garden too, which I like more so than – because any guy, any NBA guy now would have changed at halftime. You know, it was he? He played good and whatever. He was doing that solely for the the paying the tribute to the Garden, and and I thought that that was commendable. That was like I played with those uh, old Allen Iverson questions, dude. I got the worst blisters. I couldn't walk for a week, and I threw them out. It's like I can't do this. It wasn't worth it. I, I never wore Reeboks ever again. I didn't care how much I loved. I remember Allen those Iverson. shoes. I remember those shoes. My sister had a pair of whites. <laughs> probably like 15 years ago which sister fuck you moving on okay so as a whole man i mean i didn't see the preview i like not seeing the previews now for the week that way i don't know what I see the previews because i don't have espn so i only go oh, on perfect. i've got i've got my brother's pat well should i be telling this story to a spectrum man right now no yeah you're right. fine i've got my brother's password so i just log in to his shit and i watch it every week that's the only Oh, you know what I did watch? Have you watched the Rodman documentary? No. Hit that up. Hit that up. It's it's very good. You saw the Rodman stat about uh, the Boston Children's Hospital? No. Um, Dennis Rodman, every time the Bulls came and played the Celtics, would buy out the Toys R Us in Boston of all their toys and send them over to the Boston Children's Hospital. And nobody ever, you know, nobody ever cared. Nobody ever blew it up. It was never in the spotlight. What they cared more about, you know, was what color his hair was or what kind of dress he was wearing or no who shit. he was in. So it came out where they were just like, the man single-handedly saved, you know, and provided for hundreds and hundreds of children, you know, and never once wanted, you know, the spotlight on him, you know, for things like that. That's kind of uh, fucked up to get knocking right. Where'd you, where'd you see this? Uh, ESPN released like, uh, um, like one of those meme, you know, fact breaking fact finder things. Um, they did a special with, um, ESPN daily. Do you listen to that with Mina Kimes? No. They did a whole Rodman special after they did like a review after last week's episode. You know, they didn't so, put that in the documentary either that I just watched. What? The children's they didn't, hospital. They didn't put, yeah. He, he would, um, this guy that wrote a book that wrote the book fuck his autobiography um that followed him around he would say like they'd be driving around like in rodman's ferrari and like rodman would just randomly like stop at a gym that he didn't belong to and he would go in and like the guy at the front desk would be like in shock that it's dennis rodman he'd be like i'm just gonna use that stair climber over there and he would just work out and do cardio for an hour and the guy the reporter was like dude, I couldn't last 30 seconds. And Rodman's sitting there for an hour on the climber, yeah. just working, hustling for rebounds, you know, planning out his attack, going through life with him. That was, he, it was just how he got him to open up, was to just start, you know, getting him at the gym, getting a lift in. No you shit. Know, it, 
Yeah. Rodman, they said, was, you know, Rodman and Jordan, actually, they said were all about it. You know, big into fitness. I mean, you saw in the documentary, Jordan was ripped. You know, yeah. he was in great shape, took care of himself, you know. You don't ever see them going for runs and stuff. They're just genetic freaks. Yeah, so. reminds, reminds me of myself, you know. Back, back in the day. I, I want to know when Jordan started drinking, though. Because you remember see his he, yellow eyes in the documentary? I mean, that's it. He, so he, in the first two episodes, he doesn't drink. Okay? He doesn't drink. He doesn't party. God forbid they're doing coke or whatever in the other rooms. He doesn't right. want to be a part of it. The second, well, the third and fourth, now he's breaking out some Miller Lights and cigars. And then yesterday, he's talking about, like, in the heyday, you know, everybody's drinking beers, everybody's smoking cigarettes. He's sitting there sipping on scotch, smoking a cigarette. Does he only drink when he golfs? Does he only smoke? You know what I mean? Like, I couldn't figure it out, but something got him started. I just want to know what. But he definitely has jaundice to him. You know, his liver is probably shot. Right. But, Did you see how yellow his, his eyes were? Yeah. Yellow as shit, dude. I, I did. I mean, I'm actually watching it right now. Again, it's on like background noise or whatever. It's, but I'm looking at his eyes. Same thing, man. It's, it's definitely something. Right. But what do I know? Oh, there's. But as a whole, I mean, I like to be honest. I like this set. This uh, five and six. I like this. I think better than two. Better than three and four. You know what? I actually, I, I've got one gripe. One gripe with episode five because it was hyped up that it was going to be the Kobe episode. Kobe, yeah. He, and it was just like that two-minute segment, not even. Literally. It was nothing crazy. It was basically, you don't have to hype up all week. Oh, my God, next week on, you know, The Last Dance, it's going to be the Kobe episode. We're going to see Kobe. And then basically in the fucking previews, it showed, I don't know. I did yeah. see I wish there was more of it, but, I mean, they really didn't play each other that many times. You know, but that was the year where it was like, hey, you still got it. Why are you leaving? You know, the, the passing of it, it shouldn't be your time. I don't know. Um, I, I agree with you, though. I wish there would have been more to it than just right. that. I like seeing Tim Hardaway, though. It makes me feel even older. Mr. Penny. Uh, just, no, Tim Hardaway. Tip the Heat. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Because his son's in the NBA now, so when I see him that he was still playing at the same time Kobe was, you know, and his son came up with the Knicks and then went to Cleveland, and now where's Tim Hardaway Jr.? I don't even know. Dallas, maybe? Who knows? I but, don't know, dude. I actually – I liked him for the Knicks briefly. Yeah, super good defensively. Didn't they re-sign him for a stupid deal? Yeah, he got like, hit and him on and then uh, Hardaway left. Where did he, he go? Dallas? Back. Dallas, he yeah, did, he did. He come did, back. he did, yeah. Yeah. And then he signs a free agent. That's what the Knicks do, man. They stupid moves. I'm so, you know, I had a good idea the other day. It was a drunk idea. Why doesn't James Dolan sell the team to Spike Lee? I don't think Spike Lee could afford it. Spike Lee's uh, dropping. I'm sure he can get investors though. Spike Lee's dropping. Oh my god. Figures every year on tickets. Yeah, you saw. You heard that number, right? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was clo closer to a million. I think. I thought we figured that out. Could be. Uh, yeah, didn't sure? we say it was like 800000 or some shit? No, dude, it was like, no, you're right. It was like $4.4 4 if I'm not mistaken. It was ridiculous. Something he had four, crazy, but like... Four sets. But I agree with you. I think that the... I think it's what the organization needs, you know? Sell the team that's somebody that, that's passionate about, it, you know? Don doesn't give a... Don cares more about drumming in his band than he does, like, putting an actual competitive... Comp no. I'm fucking up. Hold on. Dolan's a drummer? 
Yeah. I didn't know that. That's the that's band. a real story. Yeah. Yeah. What are they called? Tell me more. I don't know. Where did you see this? Um, somewhere. Am I making this up? Was I dreaming it? Hold on. I I don't know. I I've just never heard that. That's funny. I I think that's funny. If that's the truth. Yeah. 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 Hold on. This is <laughs> terrible. I'm gonna look it up right now. Terrible radio. Um. But put a competitive team out there. You know what I'm saying? Nobody wants to play for him anymore, man. It's what he's done with Oakley. What he did with Spike was disgusting. You know, ticket prices are absurd for what? You can't get a free agent. Nobody wants to play here. You know, it's at this rate, you might as well just merge. People would rather go to Brooklyn. I told you the bet right now, right? The hot bet. Uh, it's JD and the straight shot. <laughs> JD and the straight shot. The Not band, even plural. It is a country blues roots rock vanity project. Okay. Guitarist. Uh, da, da, da. Tell me it's like all celebrity owners. It's, uh, <laughs> oh yeah, here it is. Uh, guitarist is Cablevision Systems corporate CEO, Madison Square Garden. Oh, all right, never mind. Oh, I thought you were about to tell me it was Cablevision's fucking CEO and the bassist was, all you know, right. Nas no. National Grid's yeah, right, right. As I'm reading it like live here, that's what it seemed like, but I just, all I had to do was finish the sentence. But I guess he's a guitarist. Fuck. I thought he was a drummer. Oh, still though. I didn't know he was musically talented. That's funny. Who's the drummer now? Um, why don't we do that for the next episode? Because I'm just killing time here. All right. You taught me something new today, man. Yeah. So James Dolan has a band. And uh, who gives a shit? You know what I'm saying? Who yeah. gives a shit? John, but, did you, do you like my shirt? Is that A-Rod? It is. It's Mr. Alex Rodriguez. Yeah. It's beautiful, right? It's one of those 360 shirts. I call I... my... What? What? I was going to say, I call my dick A-Rod. A, a rod? A rod, yeah. I got it. That was fun. I call hey, mine Cyclops. Um, all right. Um, shit. Should we throw to so, a break? Or... I think we should. You know, what else you I, was, I was curious. I mean, what else I got? I mean... Realistically, we could just throw it all in one segment to make it nice and easy for you. No, I gotta, I gotta put that, uh, that, that uh, commercial in from oh. last week. Oh, good, because we have a new sponsor. Kind of. It's the Doghouse Beer Garden of Clifton Park. Oh, oh, I've heard that place is really good. It's got great dogs. It's got great brats. It's got great chicken sandwiches. It's got all kinds of beer on draft. And if you buy one single thing there. You get entered to play trivia once a week. On Tuesdays. Tuesdays. So we will so see you next so everybody listen, every, every Tuesday. Everybody listening tonight and today is going to be able to go there and partake in trivia with you tonight, right? Yeah, more or less. You can go there. You can get a growler. You can get a dog. You can, you can get just whatever. And with every receipt comes that digital code for the Zoom chat that I host trivia. Oh, that's super cool. That's such a great idea. All right, well, let's. You have those. Are they good chicken sandwiches, or are they made out of hot dogs? No, it's badass chicken sandwiches. It, they're really good. Word, better. All right, yeah. look. Give me pass one over here, and uh, let's let's eat that and take a break for a second. All right, we'll throw to a break. We'll come right back. Are you on the brink of losing your shit? Tired of being cooped up indoors with the same old stuff to do? You can only watch so many murder mystery shows on Netflix before you think to yourself. I probably can get away with that. Well, before you go any further, you might want to try some virtual trivia presented by the Doghouse Beer Garden in Clifton Park. 
Anyone who purchases any food or beverage will be giving a Zoom chat code for our Tuesday night trivia where they can battle it out with other couples on the brink of divorce or loners that are plotting some shit. The room goes live every Tuesday at 6.45 where I explain the rules and what we have for prizes. Hopefully it keeps everyone out of jail. Ben, uh, still no sports since that last break. Nothing's really going on besides Korean baseball. Um, I'm not sure how I feel about that. But one thing that I do love is when Vegas comes out with the NFL win totals, the over-unders on the 2020 season. Now that the dust has, the dust has settled with NFL free agency, the draft, this, that, and the other thing, most rosters are going to be where they're at. You know what I'm saying? We're, we're going to have a couple of signings between now and then, but the bulk of where everyone's roster is going to be is is now. So we have some over-unders here. And uh, I want to get your thoughts. And there could be some good opportunities to actually win some money on these things. Yeah, especially if we agree on someone that's low, you know. All right. So who do you think they got as the highest win total for next year? Uh, I would think in the AFC it's going to be Kansas City and Baltimore. All right, you're right. They're actually one and one and two in this poll here. We'll not pull the. Uh, How many wins? Eleven. Eleven and a half for the Chiefs. Yeah. Eleven for the Ravens. I take over on both of them. Over on both. Both. Wow. Especially, but I'd be more likely to put it on Baltimore because I think Baltimore is going to go thirteen and three or twelve and four. Really? And I, yeah, and I see Kansas. Kansas City got even. I mean, I'm. I like the 11 number. That's the first one that came to mind. But I just think Baltimore, as crazy as it sounds, is more likely to hit 12. Right. Kansas I City I got Kansas, Kansas City has a tougher division. Games. How right. many? I got Kansas City winning more games in Baltimore next year. Okay. I mean, but I mean. I think. I just think that Lamar Jackson plays too dangerous, man. Any game can be his last, the way he fucking just throws his body around like that. Possibly. I'm still waiting for Antonio Brown to be signed there. Plus, they just – clean themselves up in the draft quite nicely. Their defense is insane. Right. I think if Antonio uh, Brown sounds, or, uh, signs there, they're going to bump him up to 11 and a half. But I like uh, those numbers. Is the number three team an AFC team or an NFC team? The next three teams, four teams actually, are NFC, NFC? teams. Yeah. All right. I'd like to keep going if I may. And Go by ahead. the way, just so everyone knows, I don't have this in front of me whatsoever. Does not. Uh, based off of especially the – uh, signing the other day, I, I think Dallas has to be up there as one of those four teams. Dallas is the fourth team. Okay. Um, I would think San Actually, Francisco. Actually, all right, all right, here we go, here we go. Um, instead of saying how many teams there are, there's a span from 10.5 and to 9.5, and, and in that span are one, two, three, four, five, six teams. Okay. I think San Fran, Seattle – oh, I'm sorry, San Fran, New Orleans – Dallas. Yeah. yeah. Oh, um, trying to think if Minnesota would beat out Seattle. I can't, Arizona's not on that list yet. Not up there, not that high. Who am I missing? Arizona's at seven. They're, they're not even a 500 ball club in this. That's my over of the year. 
Arizona? Yeah. Okay. What uh who's who did I miss? Is Seattle up there? Seattle is not. They're at nine and they're at nine flat. I'm sorry. All right. That's gonna be tough. Uh, that I may take I don't know, nine and a half tough. Surprise points. team, you ready? I got the under on this. Philadelphia Eagles at nine and a half. I like the under on that as well. Love the under. Hammer the under. Also, the Patriots are nine and a half as well. But I wonder when the last time they were below ten wins was. The Patriots, like, like for actually Vegas. for Vegas, like oh. what Vegas to start a season. You I know, I mean Brady. Brady's been listed their starters from week one. Twenty years. They won the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean that time that Matt Castle ended up taking over. Brady was. The week one starter, so yeah, but I still think they won more than nine games that year. No, they won. They won ten and six. Did not make the playoffs. So Dolphins won the division but, that year. But yeah, exactly. But um, I remember very fondly. <laughs> um, speaking of the Dolphins, give me the win total. The Dolphins, Dol- Dolphins, yes. Bills, Dolphins, Bills, and Jets. Um, Dolphins. I would hope that they would at least be at seven and a half. They're at six. Okay, I th- I like the over. I'll take the what over the- there. What are the Jets? The Jets are at six and a half. I like the over there. What are the, and the Bills? The Bills, believe it or not, are at nine. That's that, that's a push. I feel. You never know because we don't we don't are know. We're doing seventeen Patriots. games. Well, are we doing seventeen games this year or sixteen? No, no, no. That's that's in two years, isn't it? So it's the extra team in the playoff this year, and then next year is the extra game. Correct. Oh, uh, okay, because right. I was going to say, because maybe I'm looking at this all wrong. I yeah. do like what Buffalo did, though, so I would – I like that entire division. I think, as a whole, that's one of, if not the toughest division this year in football. No, no, they're still growing. This division is not the toughest in football. They're going to beat the fuck out of each other, man. Look, Buffalo is one ga- game away from a Super Bowl. Right, but if you want to look at the t- – the toughest division in all sports is NFC West. NFC West is tough. I mean, yeah, I got Seattle, Arizona, all that goody goodies. Rams, eh. You never know with the Rams, though. I mean, they're definitely a playoff team. I feel like they're already under a rebuild. They are. Because you want to know why? Already. They were, over, they were almost over the cap last year. They had – I don't know how they were spending all this money on Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald and – I don't know. What's, uh, what's Denver at? All right, you ready for Denver? They're interesting as well. If they're anything above seven and a half, it's over. It's at seven and a half. Over all day. Sign them over, up. All day. That's my that I that could be the sleeper AFC championship contender of the year. Are you on the I bottom to, the bottom five teams you want real quick? Please tell me the Giants are not on the bottom five. They're the fifth team. Lowest? <laughs> uh they're at six. What? Over. Take the over. Let's do it. Over, over. six? Over six. I don't know about that. Hell yeah, bro. Panthers are at five and a half. I mean, with Bridgewater and fucking uh, McCaffrey, over five and a half, I think that's a good bet. I think so, too. Who else is low? Cincinnati Bengals. I mean, that was a given. Jags. The Jags are at five. And the Redskins are at five. So basically, they have no team in the NFL going four and twelve or less. So I don't know if I agree with that. What do they have? The Texans. Your Houston Texans are below five hundred. Wow! 
Seven and a half. Yeah. Hammer, I, hammer that over, baby. Hammer I, that I, over. I don't know, man. I mean, who, who Randall Cobb is replacing DeAndre Hopkins? Stop. I mean, no, I, I was thinking who was else's like six, seven, eight, nine. That's what I was thinking, low end. So I was thinking that the Texans had to be up there. What's the Colts? Uh, eight and a half, actually. Uh, fuck, that's a solid. I was going to say. That's a push. That's a push. Dude, I was going to say nine and seven, ten and six, maybe. I like them this year coming. What's Tennessee at? Eight and a half. Same. Yeah. I like I like both of them this year coming out of that division. Like India is a wild card, possibly. What are they, the Browns? Oh, you know what's funny is they got both the LA teams right next to each other. The Rams are at eight. The Chargers at seven and a half. The Browns, here we go. Uh, Hold on a second. Efforting, efforting, efforting. Browns are at eight. Ooh, that's good for them. That's another push, man. That's solid. I mean, it's. I feel like. I feel like if they don't get over eight wins this year, it's time to blow the fucking shit up and start from scratch. I mean, they they have a prolific top five offense in football. There's no reason why they shouldn't be blowing teams out, right? Especially with the solid offensive line. And they should have they should have a decent defense as well. Yep, it's time. Uh, Pittsburgh, what are they at? Ooh, you mean the Pittsburgh Feelers? Yeah, they're at nine. That's a lot. Yeah, yeah, I got Big the ben under coming on that. back. I heard Antonio Brown's going back there, dude. Yeah, right. Won't happen. That's what I heard. My brother told me. I don't like it. He doesn't watch sports. He was just popping off. Yeah, I mean, it seems pretty dead on. I mean, if you really ranked everybody out, you know, where they fall. Um, I do like Indy a lot this year. First, after the draft. Indy's definitely interesting. Definitely interesting. I mean, to add Philip Rivers there. And they got that kid from uh, Wisconsin, uh, Taylor, right? Jonathan Taylor, yeah, man. They And they, they added a top receiver, too. They got – oh, Pittman, right? Yeah, they signed the USC kid, Pittman, I'm pretty sure. So And they had a decent line last year. Last year – And they no, strengthened uh, – yeah. Their defense, they had one of the top rush defenses in football, and they had one of the best offensive lines. You know, they ran all over. Starts I love – You know what? As soon as Rivers opens back up, we should go and just just fuck around with these over-unders. I would definitely do that. I like Indy. I think surprise AFC team this year, like somebody who didn't make the playoffs last year but definitely could this year. I think it's definitely Indy. I think Baltimore takes the No, listen to this, though. Last year, you and I had the Chargers as our underdog team of the year. Yeah, we did. Yeah, you follow the money trail. You follow Philip Rivers over to Indianapolis. <laughs> we got that same fucking mindset. You know, it's gonna burn us. It wasn't. Then. It wasn't Philip Rivers though. It was that offense, that deep. It was everything, and then everybody got hurt. And Philip Rivers wasn't the worst part of that. Yeah, but who's the leader? What's of the Atlanta? Team? You know who are we? Last year, I took Atlanta as a sleeper, and they did dick. So I what's know. going on? And now Atlanta, they got Gurley. So Atlanta's what's Atlanta? Seven and a half. I took That's the over. A- that's high, but I do like that. I would take but the over. But they play too. in a fucking meat grinder of a division, though. Got to play Brady and Breeze twice a year. Oh, what? That, there we go. We're not even talking about Tampa. What's Tampa's fucking win total? Yeah, you're right. Um, I think it's at nine. Hold on, let me see. Uh, oh, they're at ten. Damn. That's tough. Damn. That's tough. Dude, I, 
I mean, you got to think like they were, they were like at nine last year without Brady and Jameis through six games, you know, they lost six games by less than six points. Right. You know, 30, 30 for 30. So, I mean, they could easily come out of that. That that's you know, true, I'm that's interested to watch Jameis in preseason because of his new LASIK eye surgery, and I I love like he just goes for it, man. He just go. He don't give a fuck. He just goes for it. Dude, there are you times know, he's falling Winston, down on the ground. <laughs> Jameis Winston is how I live my life. I just go for it. You know fuck what I'm saying? It, if it's gonna be a pick, make sure it's a great pick. Fuck it. Oh, make sure it's make sure someone scores. Make sure I end my season on a pick six, baby. This is how we're going out. <laughs> Walk-off pick six. Didn't Tom Brady just do that? His last pass as a Patriot was an interception or a pick six? It was an interception. It was not a pick I six. Remember. It was in their I end zone. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. I remember it was, he definitely got picked off his last throw in New England. Um, I like those. I mean, those are all pretty much dead on. Um, I'm trying to think if there was a team I didn't really care about. You said Washington was at five. I mean, Dolphins, Jags. Said pretty much everybody. How about Detroit at six and a half? Dude, high expectations every year. I feel like it's a perfect – I feel like they'll get six wins. I feel like I want to bet the over on every one of these fucking things. That's what they do. And then it's going to be like the toughest year in football and everyone's going to be at 500. Right, right. For the well, first time ever, <laughs> every division winner, every division was 8-8. Eight and eight. Right. They got coin flips deciding who's going to the playoffs. You remember how many years, like Carolina, the Saints, the Bucks, everybody was always 8-8 eight and eight in that division every year? Well, dude – that division, four years in a row, it went from worst to first. Do you remember exactly, that? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, Do you remember when the <laughs> NFC South didn't have a single pro bowler back in like 2008, 2009, 2007? No. How was that possible? Yes. Yes. Ben, the, the NFC South did not have a single pro bowler for a certain pro bowler. Let me look it up real quick. Bro, Steve Smith was there forever. There's no way. Watch. And uh, keep talking while I do this. All right, so I've been I've been playing with Legos. <laughs> oh, because you've been watching a new show? No, that I already finished. No, I just the other day I just needed a mental release and some stimulation. So Legos look cool. It was a three for one set, so I thought I was getting triple the the activities. I was like, yo, for fucking fifteen bucks, I could put together three guys. These all look awesome. But what it is is they're these creator sets. They give you instructions for three different kinds of Lego bots and you put one together and then in order to put the other one together, you got to take it all apart piece by piece and then build the other guy. So I don't want to do that. Once I build it once, it's it. I'm leaving it. I'm fucking three. All right, all right here, we, t- go. here tell we go. The 2008 Pro Bowl. Uh, blah, 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 blah. I bet you it was in Hawaii. Uh, yes, it was. Yes, it was. I'm reading it right now. The, uh, the basically, the spark. they had no initial players selected. They had alternates that, that went. So nobody from the NFC South got elected to go to the Pro Bowl. And I think people like opted out. Like, yeah, you know, all the Super Bowl teams are like, yeah, I'm not going to send this guy. I'm not going to send that guy. They then filled that roster with NFC South players. But initially, nobody got elected to the, Hall, or to the Pro Bowl that year. I find that to be crazy because I feel like 2008, Steve Smith was definitely in Carolina. Wait, yeah. who played in the Super Bowl in 2008? Was that the Carolina year? Doesn't matter. Yes, it does matter because obviously if you're in the Super Bowl, you're not playing in the Pro Bowl. 
So if one of the, if the team in the Super Bowl was an NFC team, NFC South team, i.e. Carolina, I don't remember what year Carolina, well, no, because Kelvin Benjamin was in the Super Bowl, but he goes, her. So it could have been 2008. I think Carolina was in late. the... Yeah, that was the Bowl, bro. What? It was the Giants-Patriots Super Bowl. All right. What did you know your team, asshole? I don't remember the year, bro. I, just, I was in a bar. Did you watch my Giants documentary that I made yet? Yeah, you should ask me that question every week on this stupid fucking podcast. Bro. I am. Because <laughs> I, I didn't see you share it. Send me, <laughs> send me the link. Send me the link. I can't hear you. I'll send you the yeah, yeah. You're fading out. You're fading out. I'm, I, I don't really hear you right now. It's getting dark. Dude, uh, you, you, you want to hear something funny about this documentary that I made? So I took a field. Yeah, a field tell us again. A field project class. I had the, the whole semester to make it. The whole semester. I re- I remember you told me you were a docu-series major, and I didn't know that was a real thing. Right, but I didn't go into details. <laughs> the whole semester, I had to make this thing. Wait till the last second. Got it done in two weeks. Of course you bah! did. Two I, weeks? I, I I'm surprised you even gave yourself two weeks. I thought you would When you said last minute, I thought you would have waited like four days before. Well, I had to set up my interviews. It was based off of like... Two weeks I got left, like, fuck, I should probably reach out to these people and make sure I can interview them. Yeah, make sure they're still alive. Right, right. Did you, what'd you get in that class? I got an A. Sure. I graduated like a 3.6. It's solid. Well, I mean, I took all writing classes. It's all, you can bullshit your way through writing classes. I got, I got charged with plagiarism my freshman year in college. I wanted oh. to be a writer. Did you plagiarize? I no, I, I actually cited... The person that I, you know, realized, I didn't plagiarize. I cited them using APA format in my paper. Was it verbatim? Did you put verbatim in what they said? Well, I quoted, I literally used quotes and used like the parentheses with their last name and whatever the APA format was. But uh, it turns out my professor had said that, like it sounded suspicious that she had heard that before from somebody else. So she researched and found out that the person I cited had plagiarized off of another author. So I got charged with plagiarism. So I had to take what? over. I had to take my CPN, my Comp 101 class, over again. So I was always a semester behind in Comp until my sophomore year, and then I, I took a second English class. It sucked though because I was so good. Like I loved writing. I, I wrote too much. They'd be like, "We need at least, you know, we'd have four pages. I'd give them fifteen. You know, I would just go up, you know, I wrote how I spoke so I could just go on and on. And what's crazy enough, man, I would throw in like the Jessica Simpson soundtrack and I could just write for days. You're a fucking nerd. Dude, I wrote, I wrote for two newspapers. I was a sports editor for two newspapers and I hated writing. I hated it. I don't, I, I love it. To me, it was one big status. Writing, because here's the thing about writing. You're always questioning yourself. You're always going, but like, how should I phrase this or how should I do this? You know what I actually like about writing? I like deadline writing. I like writing when I when it's gotta be done at a certain point. Like when you cover a game, game ends at fucking quarter after ten, you gotta have your article in by eleven o'clock. Press conference going up, you can't second guess anything, you just gotta fire it in there. That's that's my best work when I have a deadline that I need to meet. If I if I got like a project that's got like a week to do, yeah. I'm always Over questioning I'm always questioning myself, you know? Reviewing it, revising it, you know, right. printing it up. Either that or, or deadline writing for the class right before it, you know. <laughs> what was the game you were at where you were cheering in the press box? That was the Valley Cats. Very first uh, Valley Cats game. I and remember. you found out you weren't allowed to cheer. 
found out real quick. Well, they came back. They were down uh, like four runs in the bottom of the ninth or something crazy. They came back, tied the game, and I started going nuts. People are looking at me like I just killed somebody. I'm like, what's what's a, and some guys like, hey, can't cheer in the press box. Like, who gives a shit? You know? Did they did they teach you that in those kinds of classes? That they like... don't. They don't teach you anything, bro. I didn't learn shit from from going to class. I learned shit from hands on stuff, like working for a newspaper, getting thrown in the field. Like nobody really tells you how to do anything until like structure wise, writing wise, yes, but like not how to deal with people and this and that. I learned all that stuff from like going to conferences. The classroom doesn't teach you shit. It's it's all about like getting in the real world, hands on activities. Speaking of press boxes in baseball, and my Alex Rodriguez T-shirt. Um, did you see the tweet that I sent you, or that you, you did you see? What was it again? Um, that there may be baseball back. Oh yeah, I did see that. I'm so not it came it. from it I'm came from Trev, Trevor Pluth that said want some good baseball news. He just heard from multiple sources that on June 10th, spring training two will start. Uh, July 1st would be opening day, and teams would be playing at their home stadiums compared to. You know, playing in a secluded four. Yeah, but five. Ben, I mean, every every time these guys pick a date, it's always pushed back. You know what I'm saying? It's always pushed back. Like we we were supposed to reopen the state, what last week? The fifteenth. No, no, no. That was no. It was supposed to go to May first, and then they pushed it back to May fifteenth. Well, they're reevaluating now. We have to hit our seven credential. Everybody has to hit seven levels. You know, every region. You know, he needs. More than 40% of the hospital beds available, more than 30% of the ventilators. We have to see a 14-day decline. Everybody has numerics that they have to hit. Right. We're actually, we're at five of seven. So Albany County is almost there. But the rest of the state as a whole isn't. Dude, so I said it. We have to go seven for seven for 14 days? Yeah. So right now we're five of seven okay. for one day. <laughs> So we need the numbers to drop more so. But then even that has to be the entire state. So right. you got to take New York into effect. And it's just, it's going to get nuts. I mean, then he, he implemented Cuomo, when I say he, implemented his uh, stages, his phases today, phase two, phase three, phase four. Yeah, restaurants, uh, the casino and the restaurants will reopen when phase four is implemented. Right now we're still in phase one. We're waiting for phase one to finish. What's the timeline of phase four? So the way he did it, when he first went over this, uh, was for May, it was about 12 days ago. The way he said it was that we would stay in phase one for two weeks. Then we would test and reevaluate for two weeks and then start phase two. So the way I took that was if phase one was starting May 1st, phase two, we would reanalyze starting on May 15th. Phase two would then start June 1st. So the way I took it, was that by August 1st, we would be back to normal. The way he's making it seem today, it makes it seem like July 1st, we'll be back to normal. Oh, really? That'd be nice. I can't miss out yeah. on my 4th of July, man. I think, well, I've, I've stated from the beginning, I said if this is going to happen, I think July 4th, we're going to re-celebrate this country's independence from COVID. Oh, yeah. I like that a lot. That's, it has to be done. You know, I'm going to re-celebrate my birthday. I'm not going to go to work. I'm not going to do anything. Can right. I get in trouble? How does this whole thing work when I'm working from home? When I have to call out, do I have to like leave my apartment? Well, you got to speak to your boss. <laughs> That's me. 
now do you what so like give me what do you got to do from home like what does it what does it entail oh it's horrible man it's do you have a, people call to your house do you have like a special phone you bring home and like, like i do well i use uh it's called a like a vpn avaya network so are it's you like, receiving calls or are you sending calls receiving calls i'm re today i took 35 calls and how long is an average call uh anywhere from eight to 30 minutes jesus well ideally we have numerics that we have to hit um a perfect call in the eyes of spectrum is about 13 minutes okay um and in those 13 minutes you've sold them four units a cell phone a home phone internet and cable so if somebody calls and their internet is out and they just yep. need you to direct them on how to unplug it and plug it back in. Your objective yep. is to sell them shit. Of course, I'm a salesman. <laughs> I have to find a way, bro, what about when somebody calls and our tech ran over their dog? I still have to make a sales pitch. I have to explain to them. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, of course. <laughs> it's, it's, sometimes it's horrible. When, you're for, when someone calls in and like, listen, I don't want to be sold anything. I know what it costs, I know what I want. I'm gonna pay you this. Which is like 70% of your calls. Oh, sometimes today was horrible, but, um, when they call in and they don't, don't sell me anything else. I still got to sell them something else. You know, I still got to try and push something else. Cause if I don't, I get in trouble. This is why I hate corporate America. This is why so, I cannot fuck with sales in corporate America. I'm not, I used to do that shit for, I used to be an insurance salesman for a little bit. I used to work for Northwestern Mutual as a financial advisor, me, a financial advisor, the worst guy with money. <laughs> you give me a hundred bucks and it's already Let's spent. Let's go to Rivers. Let's go. Right. You give me a hundred bucks. It doesn't even touch my hand. It's already spent. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I, I got to sell annuities and life insurance and fucking mutual funds and all this bullshit. I, I lasted a month there. I'm like, listen, this is not for me. And they wanted me to cold call 80 people a day. 80 uh, people a day cold call. I'm like, nah, 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 I can't. Well, you got you to assume 65 of them aren't even answering the phone. Right. Exactly. You know, well, it's, you it's a numbers it. game. It's a numbers game. Yeah. It's all, that's how it is with us, too. We got to eat percentages. You know, right. if I sell four units on one call, I'm batting 400, you know, and I want to ideally, the more, the higher my percentage, the more I make. Right. They, so broke, you, it, you want, they, they broke it down to us in terms of like cold calling every time you pick up the phone no matter if you make a sale or not, it's worth so much money. You know what I'm saying? And like, just, just keep picking that phone up, man. Just keep calling. And it's like, I had to what call. You're doing, what you're doing, that motion is exactly what they did to you. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Actually not, because I got a signing bonus for $4,000. And basically I took that shit and ran with how it. Long, how long did you have to stay there in order to get that bonus? A month. So that's worth it right there. If you got that yeah. grand right off the bat every week. Got the plus grand. Your, and plus out. your pay. Yeah. That's solid. That was probably the best month Actually, you had. Actually, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. The grand was my pay. The grand was my pay. Oh, the four grand to just a stay a month? It was a commission-based job. Oh, gross. Yeah, I mean, I would have yeah. left after one month too then. And then I was, uh, I was an insurance agent for another company. And uh, basically what happened was, um, so insurance, it's a, it's a big numbers game. The only time you ever switch insurance companies is just to save money. You know what I'm saying? Nobody gives a fuck about relationships or this or that. It's, it's a numbers game. So my company would want 25% of the yearly premium up front and then you pay the rest monthly. So you're that's a lot of money. You're locked a lot in, of yeah, right? but that's a lot of money to ask up front for somebody. Right. So what I did is I said, Hey, I'm saving you a thousand dollars throughout the year. 
So you gave me 25% up front. And then my underwriter would call me like three or four months later. Hey, by the way, you know, you know, Eric Roth from Maple, Maple Leaf Grocery. Uh, we got actually, I got to bump him up. There's uh, something we found is in, in his claws. I'm like, what? What are you talking about? So basically people would come to me to save money. Then my underwriters would call me back a couple months later saying, oh, we got to bump them up because we found something. Then they'd end up losing money in the long run. They're already out there 25%. They can't switch out of it. And they're fucking pissed off at me for it. I'm like, oh, no. I am not doing this. Sorry. I quit. Went back to school for journalism. And that's what it did. Yeah. And you still remember that call. I believe it. Even though you're going to say that wasn't the call, but I believe you that it was. You could hear it in your voice. What's that? That was the customer that you remember specifically that you were like, you got to be kidding me. Yeah, Eric Roth. Maple Leaf Grocery. It was in Ontario. Is he pissed you know, at you still? Ontario and, and uh, Morris, that little grocery. Yeah. Yeah. Eric. The guy with the mustache is always smoking cigars and shit inside. We'll know him now. He's our new sponsor. Uh, he's retired. It's his son now. Oh. But, yeah, I'm sure the dude still wants to rip my head off. But whatever. I feel like we're just rambling. We should probably end the show, to be honest. Yeah, no one listens anyway. Yeah, we only had uh, – Paula and Pam. Yeah, we only had a few thousand listeners last week. Our numbers are down. It's awesome how we're keeping numbers up. What do you think it is? You think they're just bored? People are bored. Yeah. Yeah. People we should give bored. away some. We should give away something this week. Well, you know, I was thinking for next week. Next week we're gonna start doing this. I was, I told myself we we're gonna do this a while ago, but next week we're gonna give a hint for the final Jeopardy category in my trivia night. So if you listen to this podcast and you buy Doghouse, you might be right in line with winning some free shit. The hint's gonna have to be in the middle, though. Because otherwise yeah. we'll just fast forward. Oh, we're, we're going to bury the motherfucker. We're going to bury it. It's going to be at like, the 43.25 minute mark. 43.25. 43 minutes, get, 25 seconds. So in order to get that hint, they would have had to first listen today to hear that it's 43.25, then listen next week and actually get to the 43.25. And I'm going to put it at 56. Whoa. Make them wait a little. Right. That's what you gotta do. All right. Um, let's just get the fuck out of here. I got a tea time early tomorrow morning that I gotta get to. I'm so glad the golf courses are back open because I'm I'm not doing anything besides golf. Don't get attacked by any turkeys or anything. I keep seeing that. I saw that. Uh there's geese on this course that I play, (laughs) and geese are fucking assholes, dude. Yeah, geese are vicious and they shit everywhere. They do. They they take like dog shits. Yeah. <laughs> Huge. Yeah, you want to hear the grossest story ever? You know me, I'm like super OCD, hygienic, you know, meticulous, whatever. Yeah. Um, I, uh, my junior year, I'm playing baseball. This one particular school that we played against, Islip, their left field had like a little crossover bridge. And it was like over like some body of water, like a lake swamp kind of area. Dude, geese would shit everywhere in left and left center field. And they were trying to convert me to be a catcher, and I really don't want to catch. I love being in the outfield. And after this game, it was really easy to convert me to catcher because I dove for a ball in left center, and I ate shit, literally. You like ate slit, shit? Yeah, slid across, like chin, nose. I had like a goatee flavor saver in there. My jersey, my chest, everywhere. Destroyed. And it's not like we get new uniforms. And no. in that particular – I will not – it's funny because it's actually my birthday week right now. But you know how, like, in high school and baseball, you play the series, like, back-to-back? Yeah. You know, you, you play one game here, one game there. It's exactly how we did it. And I had to go home, 
wash my uniform. My mom had already had clothes in the wash. I was like, I need to wash my uniform. She goes, you got a game tomorrow though. And typically I stayed somewhat clean, you know, or I would just like, I wouldn't have a problem wearing the same jersey twice. And I was like, it needs to be washed. <laughs> like, what's, she's like, what's wrong? And I showed it to her. She's like, oh my God, you're not washing that here. So Jesus. my mom, you're my mom made, with the hose? dude, my mom made me go to a laundry mat junior year of high school oh, to wash it there. She's like, you could, she's like, I'll give you the money. You're just not washing it here. I was like, oh, that's great. Like, now oh, imagine if, if that washer still coated with the geese, goose shoots. Oh, goose, goose shoot? Goose, goose the shoot. goose shoot. I, I think I had one looks, too many glasses of wine tonight. Can you name this episode Goose Shoots? <laughs> Geese shit? Goose shits. Goose shoots. Goose shoots. Dude, yeah. so yeah, and I hate it. It's like a different kind of like wet shock taste. It's so weird. All right, enough, enough. It's time to get the fuck out of here. What is it? Right, uh, every, it's early in the morning, bro. It's a perfect amount of time. We did great. Everybody yeah. buy me Lego sets. Uh, we're going to somehow celebrate our birthdays and re-celebrate this country's independence from COVID, only to all be attacked on July 4th by killer Asian hornets. That story came <laughs> out like two years ago, and everyone's really they're, like back up on it. They're real. They're coming. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's fear-mongering. That story came out so long ago, like the initial story where the, where the... Dude, I cannot wait until one lands on you and I hear you cry. You're going to be on your boat. It's going to be the most... <laughs> Look at your face. You're so scared. Guess where you're not going to be? On my boat, motherfucker, with that attitude. All right, guys. Thank you for listening to Sports Hub. We appreciate your uh, viewership. Your I could say viewership today because we're doing video stuff. Yeah, you uh, watch. Your listening ship. Your, um, you're sharing this with your friends. Oh, by the way, we got 4,000 followers now on Sports Hub Instagram. That's good. Whoop, whoop. Follow us oh, on no. Sports Hub 518. Uh, so for Ben Soren, I'm John Longton. Thanks for tuning in. And uh, to, to everybody who wished me a happy birthday, I really appreciate it. All eight of you. Oh, you're speaking to your mother eight times. Oh, well, all right. I had a we'll catch you next week. Thank you very much. John, you look great, man. I love your hair. Thanks.